Hello, welcome to the Thane and Friends podcast. This is episode 41. I am your host, Thane Taylor. As a guest today, we've got Nate Norman. You can find him on Twitter at underscore Nate Norman. So, Nate, how are you doing today? What's up, dude? I'm doing well, man. Happy to be on. Happy to be talking with you. It's a beautiful day. Just happy to be alive, brother. I don't, yeah, that's awesome. I love your positivity. I love your uh, love your message. Every time you come across a feed, it's always something fun. Um, when I touched base with you prior to the show, I know it's just like a very short period of time that we got, but you said you want to touch base on a couple things, paralysis of analysis, eight pillars of masculinity, and ignition points. I'll let you get started. What you want to start with? Oh man, these are these are areas that that have shown up in my life frequently, saying, and uh, the paralysis analysis first one, man. I feel like that's such a, a reoccurring theme for men. You know, guys. I mean, you, we spend a lot of time with guys are in the gym or in business settings or even on Twitter. You see people that are making advancements. You see people that are doing things. You see people that are actually out there achieving. Then you have this whole other sect of society that's looking at those people, saying, "How are they doing that? How are they lifting every day? How are they running?" this far? How are they making these strides in their business? And they literally have no clue how to get from point A to point B. And they'll just sit there and analyze it to death, right? Mm -hmm. You know, whether that be joining a gym and you hear the common misnomers about joining a gym, right? Saying they're like, oh man, everybody's going to be looking at me or everybody's going to be checking my form or I won't be able to lift a lot and everybody's going to make fun of me. They're just going to analyze that and end up not joining a gym, right? Same with the business too, man. I've seen this before. I've I've even felt this myself is you look at the business endeavors. You're like, oh man, I could try this. You know, I could try that. But what if this happens? Or what if I go into financial ruin? Or what if it just doesn't pan out? And saying eventually I've got to just quit thinking about it and I've got to just do something, right? Whether that be in fitness, that be in health, that be in my faith, that be in my marriage, that be in whatever I put my hands on. I got to quit sitting there looking at it and just do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a lot about what you just touched base on, and I think there's a couple things to it. One is inertia, so like object in motion stays in motion, object, object at rest stays at rest until something drives that thing to change its behavior, right? So there that's, we go. that's one thing that's applied to people that makes a, a world of difference. Also, I've been on this suboptimal kick, right? So there's a lot of messaging on, on anything that you go to, social platforms, what have you, any type of blog that you look at, it's like, do it this way, do it this way, do it this way. And that's the way to move forward with progress. Right. So it, it kind of stops people with like, and anal- now analyzing what they're trying to get into. Is this the, is this the right way to do it? Or should I be doing this? If I like it a little bit more now, my take on it is do what you enjoy doing. That's going to keep it consistent because consistently suboptimal is better than sparing the optimal in my, in my opinion. You know, as long as you're progressing that's a, forward. That's a fantastic way to put that. I love the way you frame that, man. And that's, that's honestly it. Like, dude, I'm a man of faith, man. And so I believe it this way. I believe God puts you on earth for a specific reason, for a specific purpose. And you can't copy or emulate anybody else's calling or purpose. There are circles and things that you were meant to touch that no one else can reach. And when you begin to copy the people that you feel like are doing it well, you lose the circles. You lose access to the circles that you were meant to impact. And so, man, I feel like your road is very specific, right? You're, and you're right. When you touch that fire that makes you come alive specifically, that's it, baby. Roll on. Go. I love, I love what you just said. There's a quote by Howard Thurman. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but um, I, I just go back to it all the time. It's um, don't do what, like, what you think the world needs. 
do what um, makes you come alive because what because what the world needs is people who come alive. And that's just like yeah. spot on, you know, like that. I'm going to tweet of, that. Right. It's you got to look it up. Howard Thurman is the one that said it. I think I messed it up a little bit, but like that sentiment is really something that resonates with me because everybody has their own thing that they're like, that makes them uniquely good at what they do. Like they might not find it, but that's why you have to do things, right? Like if you sit around and, and kind of stay in your lane and not try to experiment with, you know, whether it's what you touch base on, like faith, uh, relationships, working out, whatever it is, just play around, you know, like you got a lot of time to get better at whatever you're trying to get better at, but you're never going to get there if you just sit where you're at, right? It's action. Oh, that is good. Find your fire, baby. Find it and go. I love it. The paralysis of analysis that, that you know, if you just hammer on that specifically, you can help so many people. Um, Dude, yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a huge lesson for me, Thane. I mean, I don't know if you remember a long time ago, this guy Ed Bassmaster. Okay, he was on YouTube for a little while. The just look at it guy, you know, or or he'd go to the gym and and he'd be like, he'd be like, man, I can lift this way. He's always making fun of people, whatever. But he had this one video. Where he's like, just look at it, you know. And I'm like, it's funny and it's satire, but isn't that the way we do things, right? Mm-hmm. We have this opportunity and we're like, just look at it, just just look at it, you know. And then we tell our friends about it, we tell our family about it, we tell Twitter about it but we never actually do it. And we end up just looking at the thing, you know, yep. you look at all these options, you never do it. And I say it like this, it's a little funny joke. Don't just do something stand there, right? Don't, don't just do something stand there. And that's what people end up doing. We're just standing there looking at these options, man, test the roads, find one. If 15 of those fires don't fire you up, there will be one in there. I'm sure that you will find that you, when you touch it, you come alive, dude. And that's what you were meant that. to follow. I love that. Um, let's touch base on these eight pillars of masculinity. I'm not familiar with what the eight you're going to say are, but, uh, let's, let's roll with that. All right, dude. So in, when you, when you meet a man, there are certain qualities I feel like that embody this man. Some people call it stoicism or some people call it uh, fortitude or, you know, whatever they are. But there are things that I feel like in my life for me as a man that need to make up the, the pillars of what holds up the structure of my masculinity, what holds up the structure of my family. And, and for me, these are personal and, uh, they, they can apply to other men as well. But for me, these are my eight and, and what I feel like they've, they, they hold up my structure. They hold up who I am. And the first one is honor, dude. You need to be a man of honor. And that means keeping your word. I mean, and this goes right into the second one, integrity, a man of integrity. He's not cheating to get to the top. He's not cheating his way. He's not pushing people off the ladder to climb it. He's helping people, man. He's a, he's an honest man. He's a man of integrity. And did I say it like this saying, integrity is who you are when nobody's watching when the blinds are shut who are you and that's a pillar that a man needs to establish in his life um another one that i have for me saying is strength i feel like a man needs to have a pillar of strength in his life he needs to be doing something physical right we were built and and purposed to be on this earth to do physical things another one is spirituality man i feel like every every man that i've met that has success behind them has a spiritual side has an element to their spirit that they've developed, they've cultivated, they've worked in their spiritual side. And, and, and usually that leads into like a, a, a wisdom. They carry a different wisdom, I feel like, because they've developed a spiritual side rather than just neglecting it or saying it's not for me or whatever the case may be. And I, I always admire that in the men that I see that have it. It just makes me feel like they've, they've done their research, they've found a decision, and they've settled on it. And they're holding their lines. I love that one. Um, here's one for me, man, fortitude. And, and I said this at the beginning, fortitude, 
where are the men that have fortitude and what does actually fortitude look like, man? This is, this is the do hard things, right? This is the, the men that are like, I am willing to, to spend myself and work and try and do difficult things and be a man of fortitude in every area of my life, in my job, my faith, my fitness, my career. I'm willing to have fortitude and do difficult things. I will not retreat from line. That's a, that's a pillar I feel like every man needs to have. This next one is kind of tough. Some people don't like it when I throw this in the list, but I feel like a man of honor needs to be a man of humility. One of the pillars of masculinity for me is humility, man. If you are unapproachable and unteachable, I don't feel like I can learn or you can learn anything from each other, right? Mm -hmm. The greatest leaders I've ever met are approachable and they're willing to help those behind them. They never get to a point where they're too good to help anybody else. They're humble enough to still help people behind them. And I love that. Uh, Number seven for me is balance, bro. Uh, Across the board, balance. If you go too hard in one area, in any area, you become unbalanced and that pillar will fall over. You go too hard in fitness. You go too hard in your binging. You go too hard in your, your recovery. You go too hard in your chilling. You go too hard in your job. Balance across the board matters for me, man. And that's a hard lesson that I've had to learn over the years. And lastly, saying I feel like friendship is a pillar of masculinity. A man on an island helps no one, but a man who's surrounded by tribe and community makes a huge difference for other people. It's okay for us to learn a lesson and grow in our masculinity, but if we never impart that lesson to other people, that me- that message dies with us. Absolutely love that. I think what you touch base on, it might be different for a lot of people, but the number one thing is you got to be able to intentionally search for your values and then build off of that. Otherwise, you'd be waving in the wind, man. We got ten. Yeah. We got ten seconds. What's the last word? Last word. Oh man, ten seconds. You know, you, listen. All these these pillars, you might look at them, you might analyze them, you might say that's not for me. 